Cheers. Cheers. Happy 50th episode. Wow. I know. I never thought we'd even get the first one out. And yet here we are, <laughs> 50, 50 episodes along, get my teeth in. Still locked down. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, in exactly the same position really, aren't we? Next week though, we might be tier two. We might be tier two. If they could, if they're going to tie up tier two with anything, mm. I really hope it's Wonder Woman 1984 coming out. I know, I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking it doesn't really matter if we're tier two, tier three. We've be, we've been in our own tier three for such a long time, and then I remembered that Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four was coming out, and then I saw the initial reviews for Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. I've not seen anything. Well, let me say that they are good. Okay. Let's just say that. Mm. Rather than seeing reviews going, oh, it's dreadful, and then feeling a bit better, like oh, well, we don't want to go and see the pictures anyway. The reviews are good. Should I be concerned that like? We're not bothered about the pubs reopening. We're not bothered about going to restaurants. We're bothered about... I mean, about we kind of are. Wonder, I am. Wonder Woman 1984. I'm still bothered about the pubs not being open and not going to restaurants, just to be it that clear. But yeah, the yeah, our focus at the moment is, when can we go to the pictures? When can we go see Gal Gadot running about in her very nice pants and things? I don't... <laughs> are you thinking of, like, the 70s TV show? Yes, probably. <laughs> you are, you? I don't think she just wears little pants now, love. I think she has, like, full costumes. It's yeah. more to pay. <laughs> um, well, I'm looking forward to seeing the final version because I had things to say, didn't I, about Kristen Wiig's look in the trailer. The CG didn't look particularly great at the time and it was an early trailer. Yeah. But it was, like, the second one. So I think at the time I was thinking, well, hang on a minute, this is, like, your second trailer you know, get it sorted. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see how that manifests itself in the final version. I think these effects shots run to the, almost to the day yeah. that the film's released. Unless so. it cats. Yeah, well, even further beyond that, yeah. So I'd like to see that as well. Now, remind me, that was a slap your thigh moment, that remind me, yes. Mark. Um, so we, in the UK, we could see it in the cinema for a month. Am I right? From the, something like the 16th of December, something we like that? We can see it at the cinemas for as long as it is available for. All right, because I had heard that, I was about to say on the grapevine, but then again, that sort of indicates that someone's whispering things in my ear. Yeah. I'd read somewhere that it was a, it would be available in the cinemas for a month and then it would go on a streaming service. That is rumoured at the minute. Okay. There is no confirmation of that. But whilst we're on it, shall we move on to what, what Warner Brothers have done? Well, I think that's going to be the main point of the podcast, isn't it? Yes. After work, I was thinking, what should we talk about in After Work Drinks? But actually, the only thing we haven't talked about this week is what has happened to streaming services. Go on, start us off. So Warner Brothers announced, like many things earlier in the year, that um, Wonder Woman would be going on their streaming service HBO Max in the US on Christmas Day. Which, remind me again, we don't have that here, do we? We no. would just it would just go on Sky or something like that. Well, no, HBO is a brand in its own right. They have a licensing deal for a lot of things with Sky Atlantic, but some things go on to Sky Atlantic. Some things, some original films go on to Sky Cinema. I suspect. Well, we'll come on to that in a mm. little bit. Um, but yes, at this point, at this point, we don't have HBO Max, and it all goes through Sky at this point. Okay. Everyone sort of understood the reasons why. People mm. were disappointed. Yeah. Um, and then last week, the news just broke 
that they were launching all their 2021 films exclusively on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. So that includes The Matrix 4, Mm -hmm. that includes Dune. Is it Godzilla vs. Kong as well? Godzilla vs. Kong. I saw a tweet saying... Oh, you you know, where else would you like to see Godzilla versus Kong? A small screen. Can I get the point? Um, it also has the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, we talked about that on an earlier After Work Drinks, didn't we? We went through yes. all the characters in inverted mm. commas on the trailer. Yes. Polka Dot Man. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena's in it. Yes. Just reminded himself. Yeah. Is that a selling point for you? Yeah, I think it probably is. Um, And I think a lot of... The reaction I saw was film critics losing their shit at this. Yeah, absolutely. Film Twitter was not happy. No. I am philosophical about this. Yeah. In the, let's not get sniffy about this. Mm. This is absolutely brilliant for consumers. Well, consumers of the small screen. Not consumers of, of film, I don't think. You know, you want to go in and have that film experience. Cinemas are still going to be showing this. Okay. They're still going to be available in cinemas. Oh, right, okay, right. I mean, a lot of cinemas probably weren't... that they wouldn't have anything, that they would just be on the small screen and that would be it. A lot of cinemas probably will choose not to mm. show them because mm-hmm. because it doesn't make business sense if people can watch yeah. it at home. But they are still available for people in yeah. cinemas. I mean, there's, for me, I think there's three people who lose out on this. The first one is the stars of the film. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting that Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins were given apparently $10 million each to be positive on social media about really? Wonder Woman 1984 coming to... Coming to HBO. Yeah. And mm. now there is a growing range of stars such as Keanu Reeves. Mm. Um, who's the girl from Suicide Squad? Oh, I've heard someone just talking about her today as well. Australian. <laughs> I'm just going to shout around... I want to say something to do with M. Yeah, I want to say I M as well. Maggie or something, but it's not Maggie. Uh, Margot Robbie. That's it. <laughs> Margot Robbie. I'll just say that so that you can edit in smoothly. <laughs> we don't look like idiots. <laughs> uh, Margot yeah. Robbie and others are queuing up to say, well, if they're getting this money, where's ours? Mm-hmm. Because these were these big stars were people who signed contracts whereby they get a nice fee, but they also get a percentage over a certain amount. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm not going to lose any sleep over millionaires losing out on millions more. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but it's more, I'm thinking more of the crew and the people who work on the films and the people behind the scenes that aren't necessarily paid those amounts. They won't be paid. I know they won't, yeah. have, the, I know they won't have the deal that you're talking about. I know you're talking about like a percentage of the, um, the profit from yeah. the, the film. But I'm still thinking about them in terms of they've made that film to be shown on the big screen. I thought that it was just going to be on the telly. I didn't appreciate that it would also be shown at the cinema. So Mm. people like you and I, if we're allowed, can make a decision. The second people who I think are losing out here are the film investors. Mm -hmm. Now, again, this is millionaires losing out on billions. of, But these are the people that are putting forward the money for films to be made in the first place. Okay. There's talk that Legendary Pictures put forward 75% of the budget for um, Godzilla vs. Hong Kong. Versus Hong Kong. Kong. Yeah. Godzilla versus King. We're very tired. I'll just put that out there. Um, Usual disclaimer, everyone. Yeah. We're very tired. Yeah, put forward 70% of the money. Netflix apparently came in and said, they offered $250 million for the movie. Right. 
to t- show it on Netflix. To show it on Netflix, And okay. Warner Brothers vetoed that deal mm-hmm. and then are putting it on themselves. Right. Mm. And if these people are putting forwards money, I think Warner Brothers will be able to fund these films themselves. And Disney will, but will it be other smaller studios who yes. lose out if they just decide investing in film is not for them yeah. if someone can pull the rug out for them? Absolutely. There's always the little people that lose out yeah. in all of these sorts mm. of things, isn't it? And then the people who I feel most for are the cinemas. I don't want anyone to lose their jobs over this. Absolutely. Um, and they will if they are taking away the big budget. I mean, Warner Brothers don't have massive, massive box offices. I mean, they've probably got a couple of billion dollar films in their history. But this will hurt film cinemas. Yeah. Cinemas will close because yeah. of this. Yeah. If this carries on in the UK, we won't be living in a world where we've got six multiplexes. Yeah. Because um, we have so much choice mm. of where we can go. Hope, you know, it's going to be the bad ones that lose out. There is still going to be a market for cinemas. And it might just be that they're premium. And it might just be that you're not paying a fiver like we are at a local Odeon or View. It might be that it's 12 quid. And it might be that it's sort of gentrified. Right. And Which we're seeing already yeah. with, with um, the Everyman yes. cinemas that that's just come into Newcastle where we are. Mm. And that's you're paying something like £20, aren't you? But you're getting sort of a cocktail with it. And yeah. I mean, a... there is a price that I will yeah. pay premium yeah. for going in, getting a proper nice pan of, night out. of craft beer mm. rather than a pan of Foster's or something. Mm. And some nice food and rather than paying three lovely. quid for a pack of... Maltesers that you'd get for a quid at Tesco Let's down the, down the road. There is a price on that, and the best example I've said of someone gentrifying thing is, look what's happened to vinyl. You know, vinyls become from something that was an old fashioned mm-hmm. thing, it's now become a premium thing. And you know, I look I looked up just to see how much because I don't I don't partake in this. I've got a Spotify account, and that's the yeah. last thing I bought. But yeah, like the Killers Greatest Hits, which is the big one of the big compilations that's out this year, you can get it on C D for eight quid, but it's yeah. thirty quid for the vinyl. Oh, really? Yeah. I've got a Charles and Diana official vinyl from the wedding upstairs. Are you gonna say Charles and Eddie? No. I mean that would be brilliant. <laughs> would I lie would to I you? Would I lie to you? Probably. Um, These no, aren't the kind of games I play. <laughs> No, I found it upstairs. I've got. I think I'd bought it years ago when I thought it would be worth something. Yeah. It isn't worth anything. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but going back to cinemas, I think this is going to be a case of the. I would hope it's a case of the good cinemas sticking by. I don't think our local independent cinemas are gonna are gonna struggle because they're not the sort of people that would show the Suicide Squad yeah. Yeah. and stuff like that. Obviously, there is a worry down in the future where if independent films go more online and i think there is an argument too just for purely for accessibility um but if you i think if cinemas continue having a nice experience people are still going to go to a good cinema um and though i feel sorry for people who are going to lose their jobs on this because they will yeah and something we've said before Mm. wasn't when when it first happened i just didn't think that we would be here still having this conversation 50 episodes Mm. in and frankly, if it keeps dickheads out of the cinema who want to play with the phone and have a chat all the way through, I'm <laughs> it's not so much Always up for that. Yeah. And also, you know, just being able to go out to the cinema one by one, like yes. we normally do, yeah. passing I... our child over yeah. in the car park. Like a baton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be great. I'd really enjoy quite doing that again. <laughs> um, so there are rumours about what's going to happen in the UK. Right. Um, Warner Brothers are currently in negotiations with Sky about 
Wonder Woman. Mm. Um, there is rumours that it will get a, a month-long cinematic run in the UK, which I think is where you might have been getting mixed up. Right, okay. And then go to Sky, either on Sky Cinema mm-hmm. or um, on a premium, on a premium VOD. If we can't get to it, Wonder Woman is a film I would pay for. Yeah, I agree. I would as well. If we if we're not allowed out to the cinema, for example, unless I would pay for it. unless anyone at Sky is listening to this, <laughs> in which case I will only watch it if it's on Sky Cinema, which I already subscribed to. So don't be getting any yeah, ideas. Yeah, they're listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, this is this is huge. I mean, they say it's for twenty twenty one. I don't think anyone's under any illusions that it's going to stay I, like I this. Can, uh, yeah, I completely if this, agree. If this is a success for them. Um, I don't see how they're making the maths work, mm-hmm. but I suspect they've thought about this more than mm-hmm. I have, and that looks at the sums closer than that. Um, by all accounts, the launch of HBO Max has been a bit of a disaster. Because yeah, I heard that. There's three different HBO streaming services now. There's HBO Go, HBO Now, and HBO Max. <laughs> HBO behind, HBO yeah. HBO, yeah. HBO 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> um, but they want this to be their flagship service mm-hmm. and it covers a lot of Warner Brothers back catalogue, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it, they've got a wide range of films in there. So, you know, if you can do that and then entice people in with the new stuff and they stay for the old stuff or entice people in with the old stuff and they stay for the new stuff. I remember at the time when we... We first had Netflix and then we got Amazon Prime and I remember thinking, oh, that's too much. How, why do we need two streaming services? And I went on at you, didn't I, saying we should just mm. pick one and just have one. Yeah. And even our friends at the time, I don't think they even had Netflix. I think we were quite early adopters. And again, like trying to explain to them that we had like not just one streaming service, but another. Felt like a bit of an idiot, to be quite honest with you. And then when we started to get more, you know, we've got more and more and more. And then when they started doing Disney Disney Plus and I just lost it and I was like there's no way we're going to get that there is no need for all these streaming services but then having seen from an industry perspective how well Disney Plus has done Mm. I can totally understand how other streaming services are now coming up because now it's starting to become that you you have a suite of streaming services which I never anticipated I just thought you would have one and everything would go to that one but that's not how we're doing things now. Well, I mean, they are sort of bundling other things in with them. We get Netflix with our Sky. Mm. We get Amazon is part of the service where I can get pants delivered the next day if I need them. <laughs> um, there's only really Disney, which is a sort yeah. of standalone service that we pay, that we pay for I now. I suppose now you even get Spotify with your bank account or something I like get that, Spotify with you? my mobile yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. So I suppose that's how we're going to see it. It'll be part of a package going forwards, but it does get expensive and... You know, you, there comes a time where you think, do I have to have all these things or is it worth it? Well, I think this is, might be what's happened with HBO Max. Mm. I think people have just said, why I'm not paying extra for that. I pay for HBO, I'm not paying an extra. I think it's an extra $5 a month for HBO Max. And yet, if you get Wonder Woman 1984, come on, you might subscribe for a month, a bit like we did with Disney Plus. And if you've and got a big on. film coming out every... And if you've got a big film coming out every year, Judas and the Black Messiah is one of the films that's going on there. And I know that I really that's a film want to see that. you're really yeah, excited about. Really, it's that trailer. I'd, I'd give the Oscar to the trailer. I, I would recommend you watch Widows first. Okay. So I think I think you'd get a lot out of Widows. Okay. <laughs> and you look at Apple Plus, that's... Yeah, that I've not be, heard oh, anyone not talk about anything. anything. I've heard one, uh, maybe one or two people speak about Ted Lasso. Oh, that rings. 
that's about? It's um, from the American it, podcast it, we listen. Yeah, to. it's about an American guy coming over and tr- being a football manager. That's yeah. I think I've heard it on some of the other podcasts. But, but I've not heard no. of anyone say anything. And else I, d- about I just that. would not. I think if you said to us, "Let's you know, let's get that," I think I would have strong views. Well, everyone with an iPhone gets it free, and I'm still not hearing people talk about oh, it. Oh right, I didn't know that. Um, so yeah, if you've got an iPhone, yeah, um, and you I get don't. It for free. Yeah, get it for free. Yeah, well, and tell us what you think. Yeah. Going back to Disney, mm. they've had a busy night, haven't they? Just and again, film Twitter absolutely losing their mind last night, and still into this morning. There's some people who are still writing in capitals, and I didn't really understand what was happening. And I've been really, really busy, and my mind's been all over the shop. And then you told me a little bit about what was happening this morning, and then this afternoon I started to read the Guardian, like on our newspaper, the Guardian. It's not our newspaper. Our newspaper. We, we are as featured in the Guardian, yeah. so maybe we are. Oh, you yeah, know. I'm just thinking. Yeah, because we were. Fe- yeah, we were. The podcast was featured in the Guardian, so maybe I do feel a sense of affinity to the Guardian. Anyway, I was reading the Guardian, and there was a whole bit about what was happening with Disney, and my mind was blown because you told me a bit of it in the car this morning. I went, not really listening, and then I Thanks. saw. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and then I saw exactly what they were going to be pumping out. I mean. They're going to be very busy, but busy with things that I'm kind of going, I have no interest in this whatsoever. So can I be the first to say I'm bored of Star Wars already yeah, by yeah. the 87 shows that oh, are out there? Oh, God. I mean, I, mean, I felt the same about The Mandalorian, to be fair, so... I, I, didn't. I didn't. I thought that was a standalone. It was something different. It's got a very different tone. It's got the whole Western thing. It's 30 minute, you know, and it was the one thing... Now they're going back. They're going back into the prequels. Hayden Christensen's coming back to play that. Darth Vader with um, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show. Now, that that was mooted quite a while ago and then they stopped production, didn't they? I don't even know if they even got into production, but something happened on that show where they said the scripts just weren't right. Something wasn't right. Yes. And McGregor came out and said he didn't know whether it was going to be going forward, but he hoped that he did and then it all went quiet. Now they've relaunched it with this idea of Hayden Christensen being back together and you McGregor's come out today and said that's what's, you know, lured, lured him back. That's the promise of getting back with his old pal and having a good old fight with Darth Vader. Oh. I'd rather see Jar Jar Binks. No, you wouldn't. I would. No, you wouldn't. No one would. I, I've still not forgiven Hayden Christensen for Jumper. <laughs> oh, just... Um... I mean, I suspect he <laughs> I suspect he didn't let the phone ring twice. No, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't if this came back. Oh, would you like to come back into this role that you did, you know, however many years ago? Yeah, thanks. I'll I'll do that on... on, on... Telly, like with the Mandalorian. All right then. How many times do you reckon Hayden Christensen hung up thinking this, it was someone taking the piss? <laughs> he's not done oh. much in the f- past recent years, has he? I don't know what he's doing. Well, I, there I, you I go. Don't know. Yeah, I don't there know what he's go. been doing. I don't know what he's been doing. Let's look it up. Let's do one of my. Uh, no, it's trademarked. IMDb. IMDb. I have, uh, yeah. But, you know, I'm going to put it out there. Just because he hasn't done anything for a little while doesn't mean that the phone hasn't been ringing. It may be that he's taken a career break. Yeah, I mean, I'm also taking a career break from Hollywood, just to let you know. <laughs> Go on then, what's it say? So he was in Takers in 2010. I don't know what Takers is. So I switched it on 
one time and saw the cast list including the best two build people were Hayden Christensen and Chris Brown. Oh. Yeah, oh, switch right. that off. Well, that was that's 10 years ago. Vanishing on 7th Street. Nope. IMDb rating 4.9. <laughs> Quantum Quest, a Cassini space odyssey. Oh, no. He played Jammer, but that was a voice role. Okay. 5.1. You um, don't have to read out all the detail. Though. American Heist. Mm-hmm. That's in 2014, 5.0. Outcast in 2014, 4.6. Um, 90 Minutes in Heaven. Not a football one, no. Um, yeah, none of these are over five, by the way. And can see you're bored of me. I am, but I've just turned away. Waited two years. First kill, 2017. At Little Italy in 2018. Oh, this looks like a this looks like the worst rom com ever. Emma Roberts and Hayden Christensen. Uh, that gets a five point seven rating. Uh, and then the last man last year that is a three point seven. Okay. He's not You've been busy. You've made your point. You've made your point. Yeah. And then his voice in the Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. What What else are they doing? Come on, remind me, because. There were certain ones that I was just like, I, I'm so not there for this. Oh, they're doing Lando. They're doing Lando, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, they're oh, doing I Lando. Which I don't mind that quite so much because I do think Donald Glover is a, a really interesting talent. Um, so that one, that sounds all right. Um, I did see that they were doing Fantastic Four again. I'm oh, fine with that. I'm fine how with that. Be fine with it. How can you be fine with it? They've done it a million times. It's never gone right. It went really wrong last time with uh, Josh Trank, didn't it? It did. But this is under the MC... When it's... Do we care? Do we care about the man with the stretchy arms? Do we care about the woman that goes a bit invisible? Do, do we care? I care if it's Jessica Alba. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but... I have faith in them. They haven't really... They've... Only at worst made like a three star film. I just don't care. The ones with. I'm going to butcher this name. Oh, go on. Ian Grifford? Okay. I mean, I think you have butchered it, but I'm not going to give it another go because I will do worse. But yeah. And Is it Ewan? Ewan Grifford? Ewan. Yeah. You... yeah. Yeah. And Jessica Alba. Yeah. And the bloke from. Oh, um, the bloke from. The Australian guy. Kyle no. someone is his name? No, the bloke, no, it was the bloke from The Shield, the bald guy played the thing. Oh, is his name Michael? Yes. <laughs> Michael C. I don't know. <laughs> and then you know who the other person in that was? Uh, no. Chris Evans. Oh, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He Bring rides a back. motorbike and things. Bring the cast back, that'll I'm be confusing. I'm not a big fan of Fantastic Four, just generally as a concept. But yeah, I was just like, why? Why are we doing all these old things when we could be moving on? Do because they've new. run out of everything. Mm. But isn't there 400? Am I right in this? There's 400 shows that they have rele- that they've said are going to be released over the next few years. Almost certainly not. Okay, have I read that wrong then? Um, <laughs> I'm sure I read that this that it was like that 400 ideas or concepts or shows have been released for the next few years. I've typed Disney and 400 in here and there doesn't appear to be anything. Okay. Maybe someone said, like, as a joke that there were 400 ideas and I've taken that as uh, absolute fact. That's very on brand for you. Yeah, I know. But 
I'm quite interested by the Patty Jenkins Top Gun in an X-Wing. Yeah, you were talking to me about the trailer this morning. Do you want to say something about that? Yeah, Patty Jenkins, it, was quite a, it wasn't so much a trailer. It was her just explaining, it was her on rollerblades, oddly, mm-hmm. stopping at a car, taking off her rollerblades and explaining her dad was a pilot. He was killed in, in action uh, in, the, in the American Air Force. Okay. And she's always been looking for a fighter pilot movie but never found the right project. And then she put her helmet on and said, but now I think I have. And the, the helmet is an X-Wing helmet. And she walks towards a plane, which is actually an X-Wing. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, and, you know, if she gets screwed by um, Warner Brothers for money, then, you know, Disney can uh, get her. I think it's interesting that Taika Waititi is doing um, a Star Wars something as well. So I think he's written or is writing a screenplay for another film but i don't know what that is okay an interesting uh talent you've also got indiana jones hi chris hi chris um so i'm looking forward to when that comes out it's 2022 isn't it probably yeah i think I, well i'm saying it because i think i've read it <laughs> okay <laughs> i think i read that it was 2022 chris will be able to tell us um so yeah harrison ford coming back for his final fifth and final installment of indiana jones so let's hope and it's a little bit better than Crystal Skull. Sorry, Chris. Um, and then when it is um, when it is out, hopefully we'll be able to go back in the cinema and then we'll get Chris on yes. as our resident Indiana Jones expert to come and talk to us about it. But then we've got, next year, we have got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Don't care about that. now has a trailer. Don't care. When I'm going to be watching it. Okay. A new WandaVision trailer, which looks... That's intriguing. Amazing. Yeah, that is intriguing. We've talked about that before, haven't we? Yes. Um, there is Loki. Again, not bothered. Will you be watching all of these? Yes. Really? Yeah, absolutely. We haven't got enough time. There's not enough time to watch all these shows, surely. Challenge accepted. <laughs> what if? I, I don't know. So this is an anim- this is this is one that might be missed. It's an animated show which is. Um, Okay, so what if this happened? You know, like the episode of Friends, uh-huh. where they, it was like, what if Chandler was a comic book writer? What yes. if Monica didn't lose weight? Yes. It's kind of, as I understand it, it's kind of like that. Okay. Um, so there, then there is the film Shang-Chi, The Legend okay. of the Ten Rings. Even people okay. I know who read a lot of comics have never read Shang-Chi. Okay. It's largely a Eastern Asian cast. Uh, it's the same director that did Short Term 12 and Just Mercy last year. Uh, Michelle Yeoh's in it, Aquafina's in it. So there's some really good people okay. who are really enjoying that. Right. See, I much prefer something like that that I haven't heard of, that brings something new. Um, Miss Marvel, a newer character to Marvel. No, I'm not interested. But I'll watch it. So why am I... Bo- yeah, um, Captain Marvel 2's been announced. Yeah. Um, the Eternals has been announced. Oh. Again, not bothered. Well, that's directed by someone who is favourite for the Oscar this year. Oh, all right. For is it called Nerdling? The I don't know. No, is that Louise's last? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's Hawkeye, mm. which is now filming. Haley Stanfeld signed up for that, all which right. is interesting. Okay. Uh, she Hulk. So forgive me while I just yawn in a corner at this the long list of things that I don't care about. Moon Knight. 
All I know about Moon Knight is that she was on the Marvel superheroes top trumps I had when I was a kid. I'm so I am excited. I have to say, right? I'm going to interject. Is that I am excited for people who are excited for these things. If these things excite you, then I'm really happy. But when it's, I think I find it just so overwhelming. It's probably just a personality flaw. But when things are just announced in this massive, massive group, it's like a huge sensory overload for me, and I just cannot cope with it. And I just want to bat them all away. Apart from. The one reboot that I heard of today that made me laugh out loud when I was sitting in a car park going through the list. And that is Zac Efron's reboot of Three Men and a Baby. That's the TV show we need these days. I really hope there's a ghost behind a curtain. (laughs) That was in the... I'm sure that was in the second one. Three Men and a Little Lady. No, it's Three Men and a Baby. Is it? I will watch it because I'm scared of the ghost. You know it's not a ghost. I know it's It's a cardboard cardboard cutout. But I'm still... I don't like it when that scene comes on. I'm going to get a cardboard cutout (laughs) and put it behind a curtain. (laughs) Please don't. Do you know if it's going to be a TV... I'm presuming it's going to be a TV show, but is it going to be a film or a TV... You don't... You're looking at me like, please don't ask me that question. Zac Efron doing Three Men and a Baby. I'm sold, whatever it is. Who are the other people? Who's um, Steve Guttenberg? It's actually Steve Guttenberg and Tom Selleck. No, it isn't. Of course it's not! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was thinking, wow, they're coming back. Yeah, can you imagine that? The poster, (laughs) just Steve Guttenberg, Tom Selleck, and Zac Efron, just playing the Ted Danson role. Yeah, the the same baby as before. Stop it. (laughs) The same ghost. Yes. It's actually going to be just going to stick a picture of Zac Efron's face over the cardboard cutout oh, of Ted Danson. My cheeks are hurting too much from laughing. <laughs> I think that might be a good point to wrap up. Okay. Un- unless you want to shout some more random TV slash film titles at me that I don't care about. Um, no, but we do just need to do a bit of housekeeping. Oh, do we? We were very honoured to be invited on the movie Robcast recently. Oh, we were. Oh, well done, Mark. Well done for remembering. Yes, I'm professional when <laughs> yeah. I want to be. Um, so we spoke about Jaws and our memories of Jaws, our favourite scenes of Jaws. Mm. Uh, it's the 45 year anniversary of Jaws. Yeah. Um, it's a proper podcast, so please don't look less fondly at ours when you listen to this. Yeah, like that, it's an actual proper podcast with proper film people. Um, the two Robs from the movie Robcast are wonderful, lovely, lovely people, dead professional and actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. So we were like a bit surprised but also delighted to be mm. invited on and to, to talk about Jaws in our own unique way. Um, it was We had so much fun. Thank so you, Robs, if you're listening. But yeah, please give it a listen. Uh, it's on everything, I think. Everywhere. Yeah. If you found this podcast, you'll be able to find theirs, yeah, I think. Yeah, just look up the movie Robcast. They're on uh, Apple Podcasts. They're on all, all, the, all the podcasting things. But please, when you listen to what a well-produced podcast sounds like, please come yeah, back. please come back. <laughs> yes. But thank you for being with us for 50 episodes. Yeah, thanks everyone. I can't believe 50. And wow. what are we going to do for a the 100th? century. Um, Live show at the Royal Albert Hall? Yeah, go on. We said that, didn't we? On episode, yeah. Was it episode one? That yes. We kept, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. I mean, that's it. When the Royal Albert Hall is back open again. Yeah. That's it. We'll, we'll fill every seat <laughs> in the back. <laughs> Only if it falls down. <laughs> yeah, thanks for thanks for sticking with us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. See you next time. In your satin tights, fighting for your rights, and the old red, white, and blue.
Before you go, just a reminder that you can subscribe to the Honeymoon Period podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can join in the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for The Honeymoon Pod. Finally, if you like this episode and you think someone else would too, please share it. See you next time. Get us out from under, wonder woman.